Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. Jeffrey Gittimer, every time I speak to you, my mind expands. I learn a lot. I realize that there are things that I'm not thinking about. Um, you said something that kind of triggered me. Number one is why salespeople quit. Number one is rejection, right. which I feel a lot for. And number two, you said is the boss, which kind of represents something larger like the organization. Um, how do we how do we overcome this idea of rejection as the killer? Well, the best way is eliminate it. I mean, you know, I, I ask salespeople, would you rather have a thousand cold calls or one referral? And they'll always say one referral, but then they don't do the obvious. So the challenge is earn referrals, not ask for referrals, and have a place in your um, sales quiver that houses referrals. I mean, it's you don't need any kind of massive training to make a cold call. And that's why people do it. It's the easiest way to dial out, but it's also the most destructive way. I mean, if you call 20 people in the morning and all 20 of them say, not interested, never call me again, hang up on me, what, you know, you're bothering me. It's how do you start your day like that? Yeah, literally how? Um, now I have a comeback, a funny comeback. Um, I used to cold call in downtown Charlotte. I sold lists of new new corporations and and building permits and new homeowners and stuff. And occasionally someone would say, I'm not interested. And I would go, wow, that's great. Usually it takes me four not interested to get to one interested. And you're only my second not interested today. Do you know anybody else that might not be interested? <laughs> and it just turns the tables and blows the guy's head and I'll get a laugh, yeah. which gives me a second opportunity mm. in a cold calls. You think you only have one opportunity. No, you have at least two. Yeah. And well, isn't that interesting? When I think about that, I think about this trust problem where the reason why that rejection took place was not because of what you were selling. It's because stranger danger. But once right. you broke that ice, now, all of a sudden, friendship. Yeah. So, and that's a referral also. Someone referred you because they trusted you. Someone referred you because they were a friend of yours. And I think that's that's really the, the candidness of that gives you the answer that you're looking for. Why the hell would I wake up in the morning and get to have 20 people be pissed off at me when I can have one person take my call, arrange a meeting, sit down at lunch and potentially make a sale. Mm. And if you only make one out of two, then have two referrals. I mean, it's not that difficult, but it does yeah. take, it does take like, it does take previous experience. It does take a modicum of trust and you put yourself in the position of already being acceptable, not necessarily accepted, but acceptable in that, in that process. Um, we just had a meeting with, with Ruben on, uh, video as it relates to selling. 
and the entire dub process, which is which is uh, uh, he calls it SOS. You can describe what it is in a second, but I I want to talk about what why is video so important today? And the answer is because it's acceptable. It gives you, you know, we've come through two years of, of, I don't want to downplay it at all, but we've come through two years of challenge. And that challenge has brought about virtual and video to an acceptable level to where now everyone uses it. Every single person on the planet sits down at their Zoom or sits down at their Microsoft meetings and has some kind of a meeting and you talk and you're on video. You're virtual, you're on video. That means that all of your customers are willing to be a little more acceptable to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the video is now acceptable. I don't think anybody wants to be cold called. Your phone will now announce that it's a spam call or it's a telemarketing call. Isn't that crazy? Like yeah. they're saying, hey, you don't know this person. Why, why are you dealing with them? And with the real estate market the way it is, I get two calls a day wanting to buy my real estate, two a day, minimum. Spam calls, telemarketing calls, whatever. And it's kind of annoying. But when yeah. I get a call from somebody that says, hey, Andy Presley told me to call you or Mary Jones told me to, to call you, I'm ready. I wanna know why. I wanna know what's up. And right. sometimes Andy will call me and say, hey, Bob Jones is gonna call you, take his call. Yeah. I always try to get, if I get a referral, I ask for an introduction. Nice. Now, I mean, I think, I think that's the best way to do it. Um, but one of the things that came up in, a, in our meeting this morning, which I thought was pretty cool, is text versus context. I want to have an ability to relate to that person, which I cannot get in a text, I cannot get in an email. I want the emotional connection or the possibility of the emotional connection. Think about that. Think about what you write in an email and you spend a year trying to come up with a subject line or a year trying to, trying to make an email that has all the crap in it. No one reads it, they delete it. Well, well you know, if you, delete it. if you break down this word context, it's with text. So something needs to come with text. text. Exactly. What is, what is that? What is the value that you're adding to the text? I sure it's hope it's text. video because that's visual. It's text con carne, which is put some meat into your text by putting a video. Exactly. Here. Exactly. Um, now there was. I, think, I, I, I personally, I think that a video is kind of fun to do. You can do it extemporaneous. You can re-record it a hundred times. You can script it, uh, which I do many times. I, I script them and I do it so well that it kind of sounds, it kind of sounds like um, you're doing it extemporaneously. If mm. you read the script three or four times, it becomes, a, uh, you know, automatically, you kind of memorize it because you know what word is next. So yeah, I, I, yeah, and your, your scripting stuff is amazing. It's perfect. It's right by the camera. I, I prefer the script on my laptop 
but I've used them both ways. I've used it in on my iPhone as well. Nice. There's there's this idea that I think I was I'm th still thinking about this and I'm still processing this because it's it's utterly profound to me, which is that <clears throat> the more vulnerable we make ourselves, the more chance of, of a connection. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Number one. Number two is that the more rejection that we endure, the more connection we need to heal ourselves because there's nothing that makes us forget about our rejections more than actually making the connection like you it's that fifth call which is the connection all you had to do is get the fruit get through the first four connection cures rejection so the the problem here that i'm trying to understand is that a lot of people decide to to not change to not use new mediums like video because there's a fear of getting rejected and the paradox rejected anyway you're listen if yeah. you make a cold call the odds of you getting rejected are 95 percent yes those are shitty odds and i want to be able to make a connection so that i don't get a rejection and i i feel i i feel like salespeople fear the unknown and it's false evidence appearing real that's fear and you don't know until you practice it look You've probably been, if you make cold calls, you've probably been rejected a thousand times or more. Why would you not take a chance on having somebody accept your video? I, I don't under, I don't, it's not clear in my mind, Ruben. It absolutely blows my mind that salespeople are hesitant or reticent to use video because they don't know how it's going to, quote, come off. When in fact, they can record themselves watch it a hundred times and perfect it until they actually like it, then send it out. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, well okay. So, so I think the unpack here is that number one, change, no change, no change, but people typically don't change. Right. Number one. Number two is that it's uncomfortable to be vulnerable. And by maybe doing a video, you might initially feel vulnerable, although at the end of the day, it makes you less vulnerable because you make more connections and you endure less rejections. And that's that's when you get over the learning curve and the comfort. So you have, you, you basically what Ruben is saying is get over yourself. Get over and, yourself. And you, know, you take a small risk, very small, send it to one of your friends to test it out. Send it to both your friends to test it out. But put it in a, in a put it out in a way where somebody calls you back and goes, that wasn't bad. Yeah. That will give you the confidence. Send it right. to yourself. Send it to your mom. Send it to your spouse. Send it to your kids. Send it to your friends. Then send it to a customer. Yeah. Salespeople have no patience. They want to do, well, I'm going to go under Google calls today. No, you don't. You don't need to make 100 cold calls today. You need to make one sale today. Yeah. That's what you need to make. Yeah. You know, my boss told me I have to make on you. Know, let me tell you what, pal. You make two sales a day using video. Make no sales, make no cold calls. Your boss will call you up and ask you how you did it, and you can sell him the answer. Right. <laughs> right. Well, isn't it isn't it funny that that some people make fun of people who try to get 
uh, a million views on their TikTok video. All right, that's become part of our culture. Elderly people look at youngerly, younger people and say, hey, why are you wasting your time trying to, trying to get views on social media? Why don't we flip the script a little bit? And why don't we have mature people, people that can invest into software, get a million dollars with video? And then all of a sudden, we've flipped the script. It's not about the views. It's about the dollars. It's about the conversions, right? Correct. Now, all of a sudden, imagine if the world were flipped around where young people were like, how do you make a million dollars from video when I can only get a million views? Yeah, the views don't convert to money. Yes. Um, maybe they give you a good feeling about it or give you a pat on the back about, but it does not convert to money. Um, for anybody who might be watching this live or alive after it's done, um, I want to say it's the 14th of June. I'm going to be doing a thing for Selling Power Live where I'm going to be talking about video. I, I have no choice. I, I'm compelled to talk about video because A, it works, and B, not many salespeople have learned how to master it. So it's still you're in you're you're in on the ground floor. You're you're in a competitive environment where if you just are one notch above your competition, one notch you're ahead of about 97% of the people that are in your marketplace. Crazy. It's so obvious. It's so ripe. It's so available. It blows my mind why more people don't do it. So I almost have to trick people into doing something good for themselves. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Well, it's and like. Give yourself, you know, when you have a headache, do do this. Have you ever heard that one? When you have a headache, you squeeze this part of your your hand. Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah. What yeah. Does it it, do? I don't know. It's there's some nerve connection, and it it probably is just distracting you from from the pain up here. <laughs> but the point is, though, is that I love what you said about self healing. You know, self uh, love, uh, self experimentation. Don't put something out into the ether where there's rejection. That's what we started this conversation with. Do it in a controlled environment where you can actually self- Where you're okay with it. Yeah, do it with the people who love you or the people who like you. Yeah. And you'll be you'll be better off as a result of it every single time. I think that there's an ability for every salesperson to improve themselves. Um, and they're only going to be able to do it. They're only going to be able to do it if they decide that they're willing to be vulnerable enough and you don't have to literally, you know, Ruben has, has just said, you need to be vulnerable. No, you need to be rehearsed. You need to be self-confident. You need to put yourself in a position where you believe in your, in your company, you believe in your product, you believe in yourself, you believe in your ability to differentiate and you believe the customer is better off having purchased from you. Then you make a video that's going to shine. You're going to, you're going to sit up straight, you throw your shoulders back, and you're going to do it in in a, a, in a manner where you're not defending yourself. Or, well, this is only my first time. I'm not really good at this. I don't, don't say that. Videos are not for excuses. They're for emotional messages. Yes. And even if you're, even if you're saying you're sorry to somebody, even if it's, it's to apologize to somebody, it's still the emotion is there. Hey, we screwed up. I really feel bad about it. Um, here's what we're doing. Here's the, here's our remedy. Cool. 
I'll love that. In any in any contest, in any context, video will work, and it will work significantly. Now, um, oh my God! Yeah, just a shout out to Roberto Monaco. This what a legend. This guy has done, I think, almost four thousand talks with Tony Robbins when he used to work for the Anthony Robbins organization, and now he's branched off and he's doing his own thing. And he is a massive power speaker, a massive educator, and a massive dub user. Has he done more dub videos than me? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. But if there is yeah. one contender, <laughs> it's Roberto. yeah, it's Roberto. Uh, you guys have to link up. Uh, I was going to say there was something that you said. I want to be respectful of your time. But I, I did want to ask you one question about this idea of sending the video and then the proposal, not sending the proposal with the video as an attachment, as an afterthought. And I wanted to right. get that unpacked from you. Well, I started out using proposal and attaching video. And it had impact, but it did not make, it didn't solidify the sale. Then I started to reverse it and say, okay, here's a video, watch this. And oh, by the way, I've, I've attached a proposal. And I talk about in the video, the outcome. And if you do that and add a testimonial video, you're going to win. If okay. you don't do that, someone's going, to, someone's going to compare your price to somebody else's price. And just by the way, my secret is, is don't tell anybody, I don't put my price in the proposal. I put the price of to be determined, to be discussed for discussion purposes. And I tell the person in the video, I said, listen, don't look for the price inside my proposal. It's not there. We need to talk about it because I want to make sure that I have the right outcome in mind before we talk about what's what, what, what kind of a fee I'm going to charge, what kind of a price I'm going to charge, you know, or what kind of an investment is involved. Um, the visual that I might present for that is uh, what's from a buyer's perspective, what's easier to reject? Number one is a document in front of me. It's a piece of paper. There's a trash can right next to me. Just toss it in or ignore it. Scenario one. Scenario two is someone right in front of me, a human being with another person who's a customer, who's getting results, who's just like me and right. validating this whole thing. Right. I, I can't reject the second thing. I would be, I would be remiss. I, I, the hubris, the ego. No, why? stupid. You'd be stupid not to look at it and at least give it not a to shot. look at it. Right. And I think that what you've done is you've come up with a system where you bring your humanity front and yeah. center and say, this is me. This is my social proof. There's plenty of it. And by the way, let's have a conversation. There's some info below. Check it out. And if you want to know the numbers, let's talk. Yeah. And the video has to be short, mm -hmm. short, impactful, not Two minutes or less. There's no reason to have a two and a half minute video. None. Yeah. Keep it brief. Well, speaking of which, I want to be respectful of your time. Um, thank you, Ruben. Jeffrey, thank you so much. Appreciate you. I know your, your doggy probably wants a walk right now. Uh, no, the doggies are fine at the moment. Jen has them completely under control. Okay, great. any barking. <laughs> but with no, the beach, for those of you, I, this, I don't use fake backgrounds. Every yeah. all backgrounds are real. Yeah, and I think that I think that 
um, if you're going to make a video with somebody, just take a walk downtown with your iPhone. Just take a walk in the park with your iPhone and talk to people about your real world. Like, hey, I'm I'm a sales guy, but I really feel like I can impact your company, and I'd love it. Just a, a small chance to do it. Okay, come on over. Yeah. I can't say no to an emotional appeal if it sounds authentic and it sounds like you. Be yourself. Yeah. So, Ruben, I will be myself, and I will see you soon, I hope. Hopefully, Absolutely. we'll go to Philly. Okay. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers.